0: Download all the freebies and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo-thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money hey boo hey happy tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on so per usual recording this in the bed next to the kids okay here's something though I have this idea that I want to start recording the podcast, like have a video aspect to it as well, but I don't know if you're actually interested in that. So if you would like me to do a video version of the podcast, send me a DM on Instagram, either at Becoming CEO or at Mrs. K. Hillman, and let me know that you heard me ask this question and that you would like a video podcast because... A part of me is like, this would be a great idea, repurposing content, you know, won't, won't, won't. But then the other half of me is like, girl, you real life record these in the dark (laughs) next to the kids. How are we going to make this work? But I will make it, I'll make it do what it do. If you want that to happen, I will make a video podcast happen. In my brain, it sounds like a great idea. The logistics, I don't really know where I am with that yet, but it's okay. We... We'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, today I want to talk about something that I don't know where I got this idea. I'm pretty sure it was like a shower thought, but it's a concept that I created called the minimal viable business strategy. Basically, the whole concept is I real life want to figure out and I want to do the mere, bare minimum but get the maximum results. And I see this happen a lot with my clients, right? When I'm working with my clients, the biggest thing that comes up, you know, we're moms, right? We have to figure out how to get the biggest result or the biggest transformation or get the most done in a very small amount of time. And as I kept thinking about it, and as I kept like serving my clients, especially inside of becoming CEO and, you know, now in my mastermind, like the biggest thing that I'm always thinking about is, okay what is our bare minimum right like what is the what what's the least that needs to be done right what is the what is the minimal thing that you can do in order to keep your business running and afloat and one thing or like one mistake that i see a lot of service providers and coaches do is that you're doing too much right a lot of my clients come to me and i'm looking at their business and i'm like girl you're real life doing the most i mean look at me i started off this episode talking about a video podcast <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's not doing the most, I don't know what is. But sometimes we get into our businesses and we equate the, the amount of work we do and the hours that we spend working with success, right? But it's it doesn't always directly correlate. Could a video podcast definitely, you know, increase my reach and all that other kind of stuff? Of course, it definitely can. But will it add to my bottom line? That is yet to be determined, right? But a lot of times we make these decisions to do certain things in our business and really it's, it's coming from a place of we're trying to work ourselves to success. But why? It's not necessary. The truth is that when you are intentional about the action steps and you're intentional about the things that you do in your business, being consistent in those things will help you reach the levels of success that you actually want. So going back to this whole example that like I literally just walked right into with asking about this video podcast, as you can see, I didn't just wake up and say, Hey guys, I'm going to create a video portion of this podcast here. You can go watch it, right? No, that would not be a smart CEO move for me. Okay. The smart thing for me to do is what I'm doing right now. I'm getting the market research. I'm asking to see if it's something that my community actually wants. And then once I get that feedback, then I can make some strategic decisions from there. And so for me, the first step is figuring out, okay, do people actually want this? If this is something that people actually want, then cool. Now I can think about the logistics. Now I can think about what are the KPIs, you know, key performance indicators, what are the metrics that I'm gonna be paying attention to to make sure that it's actually adding to my bottom line, right? Because I don't want to do something that is going to cause me to have to do more work. And so this kind of goes back to the concept and the overarching theme of the minimal viable business strategy. What is the bare minimum that you can do to get the maximum results? Because here's the truth. As moms, we go through seasons. Um, I'm not sure if I've talked about this on the podcast yet, but I definitely you know, have seen that it has taken me a lot longer to quote unquote bounce back um, or come out of this postpartum phase with my with my youngest. And one thing that I recently found out is that moms, um, it takes two years to complete the postpartum phase, like to, to complete like that little fourth trimester or whatever. It takes two years for moms to like, get back to themselves, you know, for your hormones to level out and all those different things. And so when you think about that, I've talked about plenty of times on the podcast about the mom fog. And when you're in that mom fog, it's important that you are very clear on what is your minimal viable business strategy, because the truth of the matter is is that you don't have the time or the capacity to do all the things. So the only reason why I'm even considering right now this video podcast is because the fog has lifted for me, right? I'm in a different season of motherhood where I'm like, you know what? I could add this thing on. Now, of course, I'm gonna need support. I'm not gonna be the one editing and doing all those things. But, and that's another thing, the logistics, right? How is all of this gonna play out? But most importantly, I'm out of that mom fog where I, can, I have the capacity to add something on if I want to. But the truth of the matter is is that my minimal viable business strategy is, is this podcast, right? That's where my focus is, the podcast and email. Those are where, that's where I put the most of my effort in. And so I just want to go back to the initial point of like, the mistake that I see a lot of service providers and a lot of coaches make is that you're trying to do too many things. As a photographer with my photography studio, I used to try to post, you know, every single day. And I was trying to, you know, do, you know, all these like email sequences and have all these freebies and stuff like that. It was too much. I was literally... Doing the most, right? And I see this happen time and time again where you are, you're, you know, posting on social media, you're trying to, you know, create this freebie and do this, you know, challenge and create this wait list over here. And, you know, we create all these little steps to make us feel like we're doing so much stuff or not even make you feel like you're doing so much stuff because you are really doing a lot. What you try to do is you try to make yourself feel like oh, okay, if I do all these things, then success is inevitable. But that's not true. What's really true is that when you do strategic, intentional things, the success is, uh, sorry, consistently, then the success is inevitable, right? So it's about being strategic, intentional, consistent, and then you'll see the success. So creating overly complicated offers, which girl, that's a whole other conversation, the offers, but creating these, complicated offers where we you know add all these bonuses or we add all these features or we're creating a ton of content for social media we're doing these long coffee chats oh my gosh i'm so over the coffee chats and the discovery calls like listen there's nothing that we need to chat about on coffee over coffee or on a discovery call that can't happen in a sales call and I'm gonna be honest, I feel like a lot of times we we call things coffee chats, we call them discovery calls when we really need to call a spade a spade because the worst thing and the most awkward feeling in the world is getting on said coffee chat or you know getting on said discovery call and not quite thinking about the fact that someone's gonna pitch you and then they do. And so this kind of goes back to the, the four-part series that I did about selling and about how to sell your offers. This is why I'm very like, I'm a stickler for all my clients, we don't call our sales calls anything but a sales call. It's not a coffee chat. It's not a discovery call. It's none of that. Because the truth of the matter is, is that if you don't call a spade a spade, people are going to get the ick when you sell, right? And we don't want that. We don't want, we don't have time for that, right? And the truth of the matter is, is that doing these coffee chats, it's not a good use of your time. Now, if it's a group conversation like I, I do it all the time where I'll do like in-person meetups and we'll have coffee or I'll even do virtual you know coffee chats and stuff like that And but it will be a group I'm not doing one-on-one coffee chats and the reason why is because mama doesn't have the time. And I'm going to tell you, you don't have the time. Okay. You don't have the time for a coffee chat. You can have the same thing you would talk about on a 15 minute call. That ends up being 45 minutes. It ends up being an hour and a half because you can't stop coaching. You can't stop giving people, you know, the blueprint and all that kind of stuff, because you're trying to help the same thing you could do there in in a coffee chat. You can do in the DMs. You can do back and forth via email, right? Save your time, right? We have to stop trying to do all the things and stop trying to force people to see our value. When we do stuff like that, when we create offers that are complicated, when we add a bunch of bonuses and features and add-ons and all that kind of stuff to our offers, when we do you know, all these coffee chats and 15-minute discovery calls that end up being 45-minute you know, coaching sessions, when we do stuff like that, it does not actually show our value. A lot of times it overwhelms the person that we're speaking to or no, actually all the time. It overwhelms the person you're speaking to, right? When someone sees too many features or too many bonuses or when a coffee chat, goes from just chatting to now you've given them this whole blueprint breakdown of what they need to do and blah, blah, blah. It becomes overwhelming. And at that point, you stop looking valuable and you start looking like a chore. You start looking like somebody that is giving them entirely too much work to do. And people don't want that. They really don't want that. They want a simple blueprint. They want a simple framework. They want someone to do it for them. And that's what happens behind the paywall. Okay, that's what happens after you pay me the money, all right? Um, it's actually very interesting. Uh, recently, I did a four-part email, just like I did for the four-part series here on the podcast, but I sent out four emails. This was a couple of months ago, I think. And I sent out four emails that basically were giving people like the step-by-step, this is what you do. My open rate for my emails um, range anywhere from about 48% to on the high end, like 56%. Those emails, all four of them, the open rate for those were anywhere from like 33% to I think the highest one was like 37%. So I, I definitely experienced like a 10% decrease in the open rate when I thought I was giving more value. And so I'm just saying all this to say that a lot of times we are doing too much. We're doing too much, especially on the front end. And I'm, I'm not saying that we should not do the work when someone pays us, because listen, anybody that works with me knows that I go above and beyond. Okay. You definitely like, I definitely don't, um, pop my, pop my stuff as much as I should, but it's because I don't want to over promise. Right. But baby, your girl definitely over delivers point blank period. And so let me just get back to the point, though, about all this, because I really want you to understand this concept of the minimal viable or sorry, the minimum viable business strategy. Quite frankly, a lot of us as moms, like one thing that we do is we try to um, the word is not perform, but something that I see just happen a lot is that we kind of overcompensate. We try to overcompensate in the beginning. And I just want to let you know that you don't have to do all that work right you don't have time to deliver a complicated offer you really don't you you only have time to deliver something that is streamlined um attached to a framework systematized like that is what you actually have time for as a mom because your time is very very limited okay i've said this before i am gonna say it again but if you're a mom if you're a woman that is married um you know, and, and if you don't have these things yet, baby, you need to go ahead and start acting like that if that's what you want. But if you are already in that season of your life where you are holding that title of mother, wife, all the things, you don't have time to do the most. And quite frankly, people don't want that. But I really just want to remind you that as a mom, you might have on a good day four hours to work. And that is a good day. I rarely have days where I work for four hours. I'm just being honest. I really don't. Um, I, one day a week, my husband has the kids. He takes them to the grandparents. That is usually the only day that I have four hours to work. The only other time I have long stretches of time to work is when I have a photo shoot, and in that case, I, I you know, I have more of the day blocked off. But on a regular. To sit down and work and do all the things I need to do, the coaching, all that kind of stuff, I don't have four-hour stretches to actually work. And so because of that, I really try to help moms figure out, okay, what is the minimum that you can actually do in order to progress your business, right? In order for you to be able to sign new clients, to market your offers, to sell your offers, all those things. What is the least that you have to do in order to get the maximum result, in order to bring in the most amount of people, in order to serve the most amount of people? What is the minimum that you need to be doing? Something else that I want to say is that what's really important to me is having a quality, high-value, top-notch experience. Like I said before, when I'm talking about your minimum viable business strategy and I'm talking about like what's the bare minimum, I'm not saying be a bare minimum coach. I'm not saying be a bare minimum service provider. No, what I'm saying is that all the marketing stuff, all the selling stuff, like we need to focus on what's going to get the results instead of trying to do all the things. But let's be for real. Our experience needs to be top-notch. It needs to be top-notch. It needs to speak for itself because you want your clients to also speak for you. The other day, I was literally sitting here near ready to cry because a client got on Threads And shouted me out. And like, when I say they shouted me out, like they were like big, like 10 toes down, just like speaking my praises. And I was just like, wow. And one thing that she mentioned is the experience that she's had with me as a coach has been unmatched. And that honestly, on one end, it makes me sick to my stomach. It makes me sick to my stomach to think like, how much money has this person probably invested in other people and haven't had an experience that matches? And then on the other end, I was like just elated and excited because I'm like, wow, you know, I'm so grateful that people feel that way about me. But I know it's because my focus is not on being the best marketer, being the best salesperson, right? Am I good at those things? Of course I am. I'm the bomb.com. But What I really care about being the best at is serving right, and getting people the result they want. And this is what I mean by having that minimal viable business strategy or that bare minimum, sometimes I call it my bare minimum business strategy because it's like, What is the minimum that I need to do to get the business to work, to get the business off the ground, to get the business bringing in money, to get the business operational and sustainable? What's the minimum that I have to do over there so that I can put the max of my energy into actually serving my people? Because that is what really makes me the money. If I serve you well, I know that you'll resign. I know that you'll come into my next offer. I know that you'll speak about me to other people because I've given you that top-notch experience, okay? But we gotta be for real because I see a lot of people And this is no shame to anybody, but I see a lot of people who get uh, jaded, right? You get jaded in the online space. And it's because sometimes the experience doesn't match the strategy that we're seeing, right? That front-facing strategy, the marketing, the selling, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes we get jaded because the experience doesn't match. And so this is where the integrity piece comes in, right? You know, I'm big on integrity. This is where integrity comes in, where it's really important that we are what do they say? Uh, Under-promising, over-delivering, right? And you don't have to do it in a significant way. I'm not saying that you need to just grossly under-promise so that you can look like you're over-delivering. No. But I do think that there's a lot of value in not trying to just add on all these bells and whistles and features and making things look bigger when we can just promise what we can do and let our work and let our service speak, you know, to those actions. So anyway, Going back to this concept of people, you know, if you are someone that maybe you're offer, you have a lot of bonuses or you're offering like these complicated things, or maybe you're just creating a bunch of content because you're really trying to market and sell, here's what I want to say to you in this. A lot of times we are doing all these things and the truth is that you're probably not even charging enough for all the work that you're doing. You're probably not charging enough for all the work you're doing. And then you end up stressed out. You end up hating your business. You end up hating these clients. You end up hating the work that you're doing, but it's literally because you decided to do the most. And I want to free you from that. Okay. Inside of my group coaching program, which I think by the time this episode comes out, the new name will actually be out. So I've changed the name of Becoming CEO to Moms Doing Business Different. And I'm super excited about this name change. It feels way more alive. For me, I'm really excited about it, but anyway, um, th- th- this is one of the number one things that I do with my CEOs inside of the experience. The biggest thing that I want moms to focus on is simplifying, okay? Because again, a lot of times we're doing all these things, but we're not actually charging enough to do those things. So our business ends up not being profitable. And now you find yourself in a position where you're not even able to pay yourself, pay taxes, pay a team member or anything, right? And you don't have time for that. So what we try to do and what I really focus on inside of Mom's doing business different, or sorry, moms do business different. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to read and like think at the same time. But inside this program, what I really get you to focus on is simplifying, right? Simplify. That is the entire concept of the bare minimal business strategy. That's the whole concept of the minimal viable business strategy, simplifying. So the things that I really want you to focus on, there's a couple of things. Well, there's several things, but I'm just gonna share two big ones with you today. Thing number one, how can you deliver an incredible experience without having to do the most? So one thing about me is that I do not like, I do not want you to create an offer that requires you to just do so much work that you end up being stressed out um it's actually really interesting because i serve both coaches and service providers and a lot of times service providers come to me and they come to me very burnt out because they're charging way too low but they're also doing the most and the mind game the mind drama that we have to navigate around this is hey if you're going to charge a low price you have to take away some of the things that you're offering Or you need to systematize so that you can still deliver that incredible experience, that incredible result, but you're doing less work right that 's a really big thing, and so you know this may be including you know or using AI right? A lot of people are running away from AI or they 're you know thinking like oh AI is going to take away people 's jobs and people 's businesses no it 's not. AI is just a tool, just like later is a tool to help us plan and schedule our social media right but like that doesn 't take social media managers out of um, out of business just because there's a platform that you can schedule on. No people are still going to need the person, the human to support them. Um, And so I really want you to just think about how can you deliver an incredible experience without you having to do the most and really think about the alignment between your pricing and what your offer is actually um, promising and what you're actually doing inside that offer. The second thing I want you to think about when it comes to simplifying is how can you consistently show up and sell without stressing yourself out? So this comes back to what with what I said where my main focus is always on the podcast and email. Everything else is a bonus for me. It truly is. I love social media. Lord knows I love me some social. Media. I lo- I love being on Instagram. I love being on Threads, you know. I love all those things. But at the end of the day, I know that my bare minimum strategy doesn't always include social media in some seasons that I'm in, right? In, in other seasons, yes, it's definitely like a higher priority for me. But in a lot of seasons of my life, it's hard for me to prioritize and make room for social media. And so while I'm never anti-social media or, oh, I want to move my business off social media permanently, blah, blah, blah. Like there's people that are out there that are like that. And hey, that's cool if that's what, if that's your philosophy. But what I will say is that We don't have to um, villainize certain things just because it's not what we're doing right now. It's okay to say that something is just not a priority for you and move on from there. So when we're talking about simplifying, I really just want you to think about how can you consistently show up and how can you consistently sell without stressing yourself out? This becomes your minimum viable sorry, (laughs) this becomes your minimum viable business strategy, right? This becomes your bare minimum strategy. And it's very simple, right? Everything ties back to simplification, keeping it simple. And I think a lot of people have a problem with this when it comes to their business. We feel like it has to be so complicated. Like we have to do so many things, but it's just not true. Uh, So something that I don't talk about a lot but um, it's a huge part of my story is that I helped my parents build multiple businesses and they were very successful. Multiple six figure companies, um, one company, I think they made a million dollars, like multiple millions over the course of years or whatever. But like I supported them in building these things and something that was very interesting to me as we built those businesses and as I reflect on it now. I realized that everything my parents did, they did from a place of keeping it simple and maximizing profits. And I feel like that is an art that is lost in the online space because in the online space, we're taught to do a bunch of output, right? Create a bunch of content, you know, do a bunch of things, show up in all the places, but we never tie it back to the profit, right? And so sometimes this is where you see people who maybe they have a large following, but they're not able to monetize it. Or maybe people that have a small following and they're creating a bunch of content, but it's not getting them any results, right? They're not getting any, um, you know, increased brand awareness. They're not getting any visibility. They're not getting any sales calls, right? It doesn't matter where you fall. I feel like in the online space, our focus is so much on increasing your output and hoping that you that it, you know, comes back and you see money versus actually thinking, okay, what is the strategy here, right? Where wh- where am I actually focusing? What are the KPIs that I'm measuring? And then how can I maximize this for profit, right? And that's like the shift that you need to have as a CEO and someone who wants to really succeed in business long-term. If you wanna have a successful business long-term, you really need to shift your thinking from what do I need to do right now to get a client to, okay, what is the overarching strategy that's gonna get me where I wanna go long-term in a more sustainable way, right? And something that we can keep up year after year or pass off to a team member when the time comes X, Y, and Z, right? So when we're going and thinking about your minimum viable uh, business strategy, I just want you to think about what is the minimum that you need to do in order to make the biggest impact, whether it's financially or for your clients, right? Whether it's bringing to your bottom line, right? Your profits, or if it's, Or what's the minimum that you need to do for your clients? And again, when I say that, I don't mean, you know, don't do a good job, right? I don't mean like you can just slack off or I don't mean like charge, you know, crazy amounts of money and really don't deliver what you promise to people. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is figure out what is the least you need to do to help them get the transformation they need quicker, and in a more sustainable way. So my focus has always been, and this is why my program changes so much, it's because every iteration of it, I am improving to make sure that my people get a result faster and that they get the support they actually truly desire and truly need. That is always my focus. And so I'm always trying to streamline, right? When you actually look at the program now, Moms Do Business Different, when you look at that program, it is such a streamlined version of what it used to be. It used to be hundreds, like literally, I think I probably had like 200 different trainings in there. Now we have really scaled it down to a core framework and every part of that framework, if someone asked me a question, I'm always able to say, hey, go watch this video. Hey, go do this thing. And then come back and we can piece through this, you know, here's this, um, here's this template or whatever that you can use. Now now we can work through it together, right? That is how it's set up. It's set up to get people a result. And that for me is my bare minimum, right? The bare minimum for me is that you should be able to get a result from just watching a video, from just implementing a template. You should be able to get a result. And if you can't, then that's okay, because that's where the coaching comes in, right? And that's where my support comes in. So there's still something that's going to be able to help you. But at the bare minimum, I want to always have resources set up and in place. And that can be the same for you, right? That may be your minimum, right? Your bare minimum may be you want that same thing. You want people to always be able to go back to the curriculum. One of my biggest things is that I want my curriculum to be my co-coach right? My curriculum should be my co-coach. If I'm not available, somebody should be able to say, hey, go watch this video. And that will give you everything you need, right? Something that I love to see is inside my program, people will ask a question and someone will say, hey, she actually has a video on this. Here's the module or here's the link. Girl, when I tell you like I be on 10, I be on 10 because I'm like, yes, that's what I want. I want my curriculum to coach for me, That's my bare minimum, right? That's my bare minimum. You really want to think about, and and this is something that's like really big for me, especially going forward with just um, helping and supporting other moms and building businesses. You really want to think about the long-term DNA of your business. That core part of your business, you really want to think about that. And one thing I know to be true is that it doesn't change much over time, right? Your core vision, your core focuses in your business they don't change much over time it may get clearer but the the reason behind your business the vision you have for it long term it does not change much over time and this is why it's really great that there is a such thing as a bare minimum business strategy because now you know Okay, in order for me to get to this eventual point that I want to get to, in order for me to get to a place where my business is making, you know, consistent $3,000 a month, consistent 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, whatever you want to make each month, These are the things that I need to do. These are the areas that I need to double down in. Like that gives you so much more confidence in your day to day actions that helps you really allocate your time. Right. And it really supports you in what is my short term focus? What what where do I need to re? I'm sorry. Where do I need to allocate my resources? Right. Whether it's my time or my team. Right. Whatever it is now that you know these things, you're going to be able to make moves with confidence and with ease, right? You're not going to have to, you're not going to be overthinking yourself or trying to, you know, go back and forth or spending, you know, I used to be, I used to be the type of person and I'm sorry, King is definitely snoring right now, but I used to spend, you know, two and three hours every single week, just trying to plan my week or plan, you know, the next month or something. Now. I I probably spend maybe an hour planning for the entire month and it's great, right? I don't spend too much time planning because I know that the focus doesn't really change, right? There is no real change. I don't have to remap my entire business every time, you know, the quarter hits or anything like that. So I really just want you to kind of think about What is your minimum viable business strategy? Some other things that I would love for you to think about too are, you know, going back to those two points of, you know, what is your, like, how, what's the experience that you're delivering and then how can you consistently show up and sell? I want you to think about one, what are your marketing, like your minimum marketing actions? So like for me, it is my podcast and my email. Then I want you to think about some other non-negotiable activities and deadlines. So like for me, I really try to make it a goal and a non-negotiable that the podcast comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? Like that is for me, that's a non-negotiable. That's, that's a deadline. Now, do I miss it sometimes? Yes, right? There's There's always room for grace. But- For the most part, those are like non-negotiable activities that I wanna make sure I get out. Another one is I try to send at least one to two emails a week. A good week for me is sending out three to four emails though. I really love to send out more emails. Those are non-negotiable activities. The last thing that I want you to also think about are what are your priority actions that keep things running day to day, right? So for me, a priority action is right at 10 o'clock, I go through and I check boxer, Even if I don't respond yet, um, it's a priority for me to make sure that my boxer clients get first access to my brain every single day. And that's just for me personally, right? That's just how I operate. And I know my boxer clients love it. I know my one-on-one clients love it because they know that if they ask a question, they're going to get the best of me, right? And the best of me, you know, really the best of me is all day, right? I'm not going to lie. I mean, I really do be on my A game. But <laughs> I mean, even when I'm not feeling it, like I'm still like, okay, boom, this is what's happening you know, it is what it is. But I, I like for my clients to know that they're a priority for me. I, I want them to know that, okay, you know, when I when I get up, you know, and I'm you know ready to start my work day you are my priority. Um, so you want to think about what are those priority actions that, that keep things running, right? And so that's that's one thing for me, but there are so many other like small actions that are just a priority for me, making sure that I'm keeping up with my KPIs, making sure that I am you know, always fine tuning in my curriculum, different things like that. Those are my priority actions. That's my minimum uh, viable business structure. And I want you to think about that for you because truthfully, when you have this, it really allows you to just, realign your time and to recognize that you don't need that much time to build the business, right? Now that I have this, and I've been working on my um, my bare minimum strategy for at least the last maybe three years, maybe, well, actually four years. Um, that's where I've been working off of. And that's why I can confidently say, you know, I might work on average two hours a night, three hours a night, um, a few days a week. Right? I don't work more than twenty hours a week. This week, actually, I was looking at my um, my time, and I was like, oh man, I'm up to fifteen hours already. Like, this is crazy. I feel like I'm working so hard. Uh, but it's now Saturday <laughs> when I'm recording this episode. I'm recording this on a Saturday, which means that today is like the last day of my you know week, and when I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm still not going to hit 20 hours, even though I feel like I worked so hard this week. And so I'm saying all this to say, it does not take that much work to actually do what you need to do. And this is also including like my time this week includes me having a photo shoot. And I, I track that time as well. That's included in my time. I had a photo shoot. Um, I had like an interview Like I had several things that I had to do this week that took up time during the day. And even with that, I still only spent 15 hours, um, working, which probably I'll end the week at about maybe 18 hours, but still I keep it simple. I'm keeping everything simple and I want to encourage you to do the same. And this is what I teach inside of Moms Do Business Different. I teach you how to create your bare minimum business strategy and how to structure your business. The truth is that I want you to have a business structure and a business strategy that is childproof, right? Literally, my business now is childproof. It doesn't matter what happens with my kids. The other day, something happened. We had like a little a little like snag with the kid's schedule and all that kind of stuff, it was fine. My business is childproof. It doesn't matter what's going on with their schedule. It doesn't matter what's going on with anything. It doesn't matter how many doctor's appointments I have. My business is fine. It's going to run. And it's because I'm very intentional about these are the things that we focus on. This is the bare minimum that needs to get done. And in that way, I'm able to be ahead of things. I'm able to move ahead of things. I'm able to put systems in place and do all those things. And I consistently have clients inquiries. It doesn't matter. My business is literally it's life proof. Like right? I mean, I can say child proof because th- my kids are the biggest thing for me right now. But it's life proof. You know, we we had several family emergencies earlier this year, um, and even with that, nothing slowed down with my business. And it's because there is a bare minimum strategy in place, and that's exactly what I support you with inside of Moms Do Business Different. So in there we really just talk a lot about you know making sure that your offers are supporting you in every area right so i really help people break down and create a profitable offer a offer that can actually scale with you an offer that can actually grow with you over time because a lot of times we create these offers and we're just doing the most we're doing the most and we're not making any money and like what is the point what is the point you don't need to be stressing yourself out mama like for real like you, one thing your girl is not not going to do is I am not going to stress myself out about anything. And I really do believe in having a peaceful business uh, and a peaceful life. One thing that my biz bestie um, unlocked for me a couple of years ago is she told me how she really loved that I live at peace and I operate from a place of peace. And that's really what I want for you. Like I really want that for every mom because motherhood and just navigating, keeping humans alive is already stressful enough, right? It's already like just a mind game and, and and it's just a lot. It's a lot to carry. And I don't want you to have a stressful business on top of that. I just don't. I just don't. And I don't I don't want that for me. I definitely don't want that for you. It's not a cute look at all. And so that's why for me a huge priority is creating this minimum viable business strategy, right? It doesn't have to be your entire strategy. This is like Literally, you can always add on to it. This is just a starting point for when you are in the thick of life, right? When you're in the thick of things and life is just a lifing, which it does a lot. I want you to be able to come back and rely on this strategy, on this part of your business and be able to say, you know what? Everything's gonna stay afloat. I'm still gonna be able to sign clients. I'm still gonna be able to put myself out there and market because I know that I have this strategy in place. These are my bare minimums, these are my non-negotiables, right? This is the standard that I have for myself and for my company. And then outside of that, you can do what it, you can do what it do, right? There are some weeks that I drop three and four podcast episodes, but on average, you know, you're going to at least get one, one a week for me, right? That is the bare minimum business strategy, right? That is, that's all I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say, I want you to know what the least is that you have to do. What is the bare minimum that you have to do in order to get the maximum result? All right. This episode was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. I really thought this was going to be a short one, but you know, I getting to run in my little mouth, you know, womp, 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 and I'm trying to like over talk my baby snoring, but <laughs> it's just not happening, girl. It ain't happening, but it's okay. We made it do what it's going to. And this was like, I, I feel like I'm having way more fun in the podcast. Um, if you're enjoying like me being a little bit more, you know, Candid, I guess. Uh, let me know because my I mean. I listen. I listen to all my podcast episodes, and I'm always amazed that, like, wow, you know, I really sound like I'm on my A game, which I am. Like, I, I realize I'm on my A game, but like sometimes I'm like, dang, am I using like, am I code switching? Um, you know, like, am I using my business voice right now? And I'm just like, girl, because people meet me in real life, and of course, like, I like people that really consume my content and if you really talk to me you know that my energy just it matches but I really want to give like more of my in-person energy virtually like I feel like I feel like y'all are missing out on like the whole vibe that is my brain so I'm really trying to you know give a little (laughs) zhuzh but anyway that is it for this episode thanks so much for hanging out with me and until next time I will talk to you later darling